Hey everyone, this is Morgan David Jones. I'm Jack Frost in Jupiter's Legacy. You can also see me in Spiral from the Book of Saw. I just had the most amazing chat with Elias from the Man Cave. Stay tuned. Hope you enjoy it. Welcome to another episode of the Man Cave Chronicles. Welcome to the party, pal. You're my boy, boo. Yo, idiot. A podcast with interviews of amazing guests from the world of pop culture. Oh, yeah. TV. Nice. Movies. Oh, I love the movies. Comedy and more from deep inside the Man Cave. Your host, Elias. Morgan, welcome to the cave. Well, thank you so much. Thanks for having me, man. Man, May has been a crazy month for you, huh? Yeah, to say the least, to say the least, man. Yeah, yeah. it's I mean, been had, exciting. Right. Well, you had a, your Jack Frost on uh, Jupiter's Legacy. You had the Spiral Saw movie. It's like, you can't go down, man. You got to keep going up now. <laughs> I know. It's like everything that I shot two years ago is just coming out this month. So, like, it's just building and building. And then I know I had a couple of, like, uh, like movie of the weeks come out during May as well, which is kind of crazy. So, no, it's been it's been a fantastic month. So, hopefully it just continues, but we'll see. Yeah. I mean, I can't wait till we dive into those. But, you know, one of the first things I like to ask my guests is, like, you know, like, you guys have a journey. You know, you, you guys take a journey to come here. Like, I, don't, I know I was doing some research okay. on you. You're from Australia. You live in Canada, but like, how did you? How did all that happen? And with the whole acting and everything, um, like, how did I start acting, or how did I move to Canada? Both, both. Um, I, my parents made me see this uh, like Midsummer Night's Dream, like a Shakespearean play, when I was I don't know maybe ten or eleven, and I remember yelling, kicking, and screaming that I did not want to go. Like I was, a, I was a bit of a brat as a kid, so <laughs> I made a stink not to go. And I think within the first, I, it's so embedded in my memory. In the first like 15 minutes of seeing the show, I was like, oh, I want to be an actor. So from then on, my parents were like, oh no, what have we done? Um, but I just started doing um, like some, I was quite a shy kid as well. So my mom kept on putting me in some, some like acting classes and drama classes to kind of bring me out of my shell, which I'm definitely not a shy person now. And uh, yeah, I started at, like doing outside like curriculum um acting um out of high school and then i got cast in my first ever professional gig when i was 14 so it's a long 24 years ago it's a long time ago and uh i just like ever since just loved it and pursued i mean it's a hard it's a really hard slog you know it's uh takes a long time and sometimes it doesn't like i've had i've got friends who are millionaires and famous and then others who are still you know we're still fighting and doing the grind so it's a it is tough, but yeah, it's been a payoff right now for me, which is fantastic. Nola, um, like growing up, you mentioned you're around 14 when you, is it was around 14 that you got into this? Well, 14 was when I got my first, yeah, my first professional gig, yeah. Yeah, what was that? Uh, it, was a, it was a theater show. It was a Shakespearean theater, uh, uh, Rich the Third, uh, in Brisbane where I grew up. So it was just like, uh, you know, there was like um, an open call, casting call, and I went my parents took me and were able to get it and then from then on I, I got an agent from after that and then I did television and then I went away to an acting school uh, for three years and then you know just um, had spent seven or eight years left in Sydney after I graduated and then I peaced out and came to Canada well I went to the United States first and I went to Canada after I was oh wow! So what made you go? To, did you go to the U.S. first, like in L.A. to try or New York or what? No, actually, I personally okay. So my my decision with uh, Canada was I've always wanted to go to Canada. 
Um, it's part of the Commonwealth, so we're able to live and work. Uh, okay. It didn't. I didn't have to just be an actor in uh, in Canada. And uh, a friend of mine, who I was doing a, an acting class with, and he was like, "Oh, I just got my visa for, the, for Canada," and it just was like the penny dropped for me. And I was like, "You know what? I'm going to do it." And I filled out the application, paid my money, and got my visa. Um, the great thing is, I was doing a really big show. I was doing a streetcar named Desire, a big theater show, and we toured from Sydney to Washington D.C. to New York. Um, and it had like Joel Edgerton, it had Kate Blanchett in it. So on the back of, I knew that that show was going to be big. You know, I met every single person. I met Meryl Streep, Martin Scorsese, like to meet all oh. these huge stars. And I knew that I wanted to move over to North America at the back of that. Um, and just kind of just felt right. So I moved to Vancouver and I got an incredible agent. And uh, it, Vancouver just never really sat well with me. It's not the type of city for me. And then I've, in the last six and a half years, I've been in Toronto and it's, I've, I cannot be happier. It's incredible. Wow. Well, the good thing about that is, like you said, a lot of things now get filmed in Vancouver or in Toronto. And if you have to Everywhere. go to LA, it's just a plane anyways. It's, it's so, yeah, exactly. And I have, a, I have a manager, I have representation down in LA. And we're, you know, we still audition for everything like that. I mean, it's a bit hard with COVID, obviously, with uh, quarantining and everything like that. But uh, everything nowadays is done by self-tapes. And if they like you, they like you and they'll right. bring you wherever you go. Like I've traveled all across Canada um, filming. Um, so they'll fly you wherever they like when if they yeah. like, you know. How far is uh, how far is Vancouver to Toronto? It's a depends on the winds, but like a five hour flight, I guess. Okay. Wow. So like Vancouver is above L.A. and then uh, Toronto is above New York. So it's kind of like that kind of. That's not too bad. I mean, I mean, no. and when you go to Vancouver, you're probably there for a few months, depending on what you're filming. And then you're right back to Toronto. Yeah. I mean, I haven't been able to go back, obviously, with um, COVID. But uh, yes, exactly. You just go back for the gig. See people. I used to go all the time and um, catch up with friends and work, and then come back. But Toronto, to be honest, Toronto is so busy. And now that Netflix has made up, they're uh, creating their head office here in Toronto uh, for Canadian work. It's it has it's been nonstop. It's it's really exciting to see the city kind of grow like that. And, and Jupiter's Legacy was filmed in Toronto, so that helped you out a lot. <laughs> it really <laughs> did. No, to be honest, though, like yes, absolutely. Um, but what we noticed with a lot of American productions coming up to Canada is they will still hire a lot of Americans, but sometimes the Canadian uh, talent is smaller. They don't really hire that many. Yeah. But in Jupiter's Legacy, they made such a big point, and a lot of the actors are Canadian. Um, some are obviously British, but a lot of the actors are all based here in, um, in Canada, which I think is a fantastic thing because it's done so well, and now everyone's careers is just like growing even more. Um, but yeah, we got to work on the newest Netflix soundstage, uh, one of the first shows that was going to sh be shot there. And it was like, it, it was epic. It was, it's still the most expensive show shot in Toronto. So wow. to have that every episode, it was like, you knew you were a part of something that was going to be big and hope that people would like it, but you, you knew it was special. Yeah. Yeah. Speaking of, let's jump right into Jupiter's legacy. Like this was right. filmed before the pandemic, right? 2019 yeah i, I got wow. cast like two years ago so it's we've been wow. yeah we've been waiting so yeah tell us so tell us about uh first of all how exciting has this been it's been number one now for a week and a half yeah um like, i mean uh, it's, it's I, i'm so excited like i am also at that point waiting for like the penny to drop to figure out if people are gonna like it or still like it or not uh look it is it's so exciting i read the comics the comics are amazing and to see where the story goes and grows is mm. it's getting, it gets so big and it's so interesting. And Mark Miller always talks about um, how it's kind of the, 
Lord of the Rings or the Game of Thrones of superheroes because there's so many characters and it's everyone is linked in some shape or form and you find that out bit by bit throughout the seasons. Um, but to yeah, so I mean to be Jack Frost, also to be able to play Australian, which I usually play with a North American accent, and they specifically wanted it to be either South African or Australian. So to be able to use semi my natural accent was fun and to dye my hair wide and to have a kind of cool crew <laughs> that we just had fun. And also we're not the superheroes, right? We're the misfits, we're the people that and I think we got we were allowed to you know be bigger and be sillier and kind of uh just kind of push the boundaries a little which i think was one of the best things to be a part of did you when you first went for the audition was it for jack frost did you know you were auditioning for him yeah yeah that's the only the only audition i had I had one audition um and then we got a like a call a couple of weeks later um just confirming if uh, i was okay to dye my hair white and i'm like oh yep do it right now. Do it right now. So, uh, <laughs> I mean, my hair did fall out a little bit because we had to dye it so many times, but uh, it was, yeah. I mean, Jack, I think Jack's the only one that I would probably be right to play. Um, and where the characters go with Jack and, um, and Hutch and stuff, it's, it's going to be pretty cool. So hopefully we get more seasons so you can see it. Right. So no word yet on season two. No, I think we'll hear, I think technically we'll hear by June. But I mean, we are, yes, we are number one for a week and a half. I think we just need to keep um, up viewership over the next couple of weeks. Right. But I, I can't imagine them saying no, but you never know. Like it's, it, it costs a lot, but uh, there's a lot of people who still, who want it. So let's hope we can get it. You mentioned you, you read the comics. Was this before you got the role or after? Uh, I had read after to be 100%. I had heard of them because I had heard, yeah. I um, knew of Mark Miller and, uh, um, and Frank Whiteley, but uh, I read as soon as I had the audition, I um, I bought them online and uh, just read them and just yeah, it's it's so interesting. I love it. Yeah, like because I got like I like watching these shows, but I'm I was never really into like reading comics. And uh, how similar Same. is like your character to the comics, or what's different about them? Well, uh, to be honest, technically our characters shouldn't really be a around in season one. We come in a bit later. Um, but they very similar. Like um, we have ties to obviously Hutch and Chloe yeah. um, and they really built us to really support Hutch's journey to find his dad and his like crew, which are they, they're his like best friends that he grew up with. So to establish that um, and you understand why we're needed later on, because we're collected um, in, in a bit of a more, a bigger crew. Yeah. And I think just to establish the relationship between us and Chloe and Hutch, uh, especially in season one, to see where it goes is uh, is very important. So everything pr stayed pretty um, true. I mean, there are definitely the way that they wrote season one is leading towards like the family drama and uh, more of the personal kind of effect. And uh, later on, it gets uh, heavier and, and really, really dark in moments. So, so when, when they you mentioned, you know, you had to dye your hair uh how long was how long did you have it died for? So I mean, we shot over a six month period. So I um, we died it once, obviously to film one of the first episodes. But I was actually doing another TV show at the same time when I had oh, brown wow. hair. So I had to go back to brown, <laughs> back to white, back to brown, back to white. So the reason why it was falling out was going back and forth all the time. Um, but other than that, I mean, you also white hair. You you have to like touch up every couple of weeks because of the uh, roots and stuff. So yeah. my uh, my scalp had a bit of a beating uh, a couple of years ago for sure. Uh, did you get any looks walking around the streets with the white hair when you weren't working? 
uh all the time actually people often stop me it's like oh cool hair man cool hair. but i've had like i lived in korea doing a show and my character had had gray hair and so they tried to dye it but it ended up being bright blue so there i am with bright blue walking around seoul for six months of my life so i've had worse and uh you know i was able to deal with it well at least it's better like a couple weeks ago i had tyler on and he was telling me you know he's got to put the whole outfit on and it's like he's like it's hours before i give it on set so at least you, yeah. you just had the hair. Yeah, I mean, my hair, yeah, exactly. Well, I, <laughs> yeah, I mean, it did take like five hours to die, but yeah, that's about yeah. it. Hopefully, um, I think we're getting a wig for the next uh, couple of seasons just so I can uh, save my, my scalp a little. <laughs> so uh, how fun, like, so like, you know, I was watching the show and everything, like, where, where would, where do you, where would you put your character, villain or like just in the middle, you know, like, because everybody's like. Yeah. You know, like, yeah, is he a I bad mean, guy? Is he a good guy? Is he in the middle? What's the deal? <laughs> well, I mean, depends on who you who we're fighting, I guess. Um, yeah. We're definitely characters who don't um, support or want to go against. They go with the utopian, the control, the... Um, we like to use our superpowers, obviously, for uh, drugs, money. Uh, we're more... I would say we're not bad. We're not villains. We're just more of the yeah. criminals. Um, but we definitely... We definitely don't subscribe to the um, holier than thou kind of superhero kind of effect, which I think is really kind of interesting, especially when you're seeing the utopian talk about honor and the code. And we're a group of people who just, that does not come close to us. You know, we, that's not something we want to do. So I think I, I would say we're in the middle, but depending on who we're fighting, we could easily be the villains. But the reason I asked that is because you, you kind of have a history of playing bad guys in a, in a few shows too. <laughs> I, I always play bad guys. I, I don't how do you fall, How do you get into that? <laughs> <laughs> well, I know I've said this a few times. It's like, what is casting saying about me if they always put me as a baddie? Uh, I don't know. I think uh, I, w- I remember when I was younger, someone said that I, I had this uh, Edward Norton kind of feel that there was like a baby-faced killer. So maybe because I look more like the guy next door that it seems like I play the villain. But mm. to be honest, I love playing. Like I, Supernatural play the villain and that was just like so much fun to be able to, you just, it was a bigger range. You had, you could do what anything you wanted to do and uh, and then fine tune it. That's, it's, that really interests me. Would you ever want to play a good guy? <laughs> Superhero <laughs> I, do, I do, I do. <laughs> well, it's the majority of like my like movie of the week, so some things like on Lifetime yeah. or on Hallmark, right. I play the rom- like a romantic lead, and they're great because it's all it's fun, it's connected. You can be playful, you can be romantic, and they definitely have a place. And I would one hundred percent love to play more and more of it. I mean, Jack, to be honest, is not such a baddie, but he's a bit of a goofball. So I mean, he's a fun he's character. Kind of, he's a fun yeah, character. A- absolutely, and I I didn't realize how much how fun he came across until actually watching the series when it came live with everybody else. I mean, the crew that we have, like with Ian, Jess and Umberly was, we have such a close friendship. We hung out before we even started shooting. We got to know each other. And so being on set to be directed and to be playful with each other and to be going through this journey with each other, we had such a great time. And I think that kind of reads within the group. That's awesome. Well, for like your uh, last question about uh, Jupiter's Legacy, uh, sure. favorite scene that sticks out to you the most? In for that I shot or watching the yeah. whole series? Okay, let's do both. Let's do what, <laughs> what's your favorite scene as Jack Frost and what's your favorite scene overall in, on the, in the show? Uh, my favorite scene of Jack Frost is by far the, um, the van chase. 
I think okay. I think that leading into the fight is I mean that was one one of the best things to shoot. Uh, I've never worked in a on a green screen before. Um, and then we were shooting in the middle of Toronto in the middle of the night. Um, and also we're playing superheroes that we had to pretend to have, like, you know, we're throwing things at each other and falling around. Mm. But I definitely had inside the van screaming in pain. Uh, it was like about a 10 hour day. It was just a really fun kind of uh, challenge. Um, that was one of my, I think by far that would be what I would want to redo again, just for fun. Um, and favorite scene of the show. I like, I got a couple. I, I I love the ending. I love the visual effects of the ending and how kind of uh, ethereal that is. Um, but I do, I am impartial. I think um, Elena, um, Elena Place, who plays Chloe, is just so extraordinary. And so it's episode four with her um, in the club. I just, I think she is phenomenal. And I, I she's one of the biggest stars that I just was like, oh. Awesome. Yeah. You were talking about that. My favorite scene overall, I think it's like in the first episode where like uh, we see Tyler's character with that big fight. Right, right, right. Like, it's, I think everybody massive, loves yeah. that scene. Yeah, it's like massive. Yeah, I mean, it's iconic, yeah. yeah. Um, I forgot where I was going with the question. Oh, were you mentioning about your scene? Like, did you do your own stunts? Yeah, well, we had, so we had, st- we did actually all have stunt doubles because you have to. Yeah. Um, but watching it back, um, the only, you don't even see my stunt, stunt double. It's actually just falling out of the van because they didn't yeah. want me to be hurt. Like they can't let us be hurt. So um, he just fell out a couple of times and that's it. But it's not actually even coverage in the end. But yeah, it's kind of fun though. Someone who looked exactly like you, he had a wig and it wore exactly the same thing. Yeah. So yeah. So I, I mean, there, the, begin- the stunt crew is a guy. They're yeah. insane. Oh yeah. yeah. Uh, so I mentioned at the beginning of the interview also that, you know, you had a saw spiral, how amazing this was filmed also before the pandemic yes this was filmed before before the pandemic this is that saw was actually filmed before jupiter's uh just before it so um yeah but i mean that was supposed to come out last year but because of obviously the pandemic they um pushed it back but saw was fun i mean i have i have such a small role in it but uh it was a great time i worked with chris rock i had i had to go to prosthetics um, so I spent a day in prosthetics out, um, outside of Toronto, building my entire, like half my body. And then, and then to spend hours and hours with the prosthetics and blood and stuff beforehand, that's, I've never done that before, you know? And so that was really, really kind of cool. And then to be in the middle of, um, Toronto filming with Chris Rock was, uh, yeah. I mean, it's number one over the, it was number one box office over the weekend as well. So yeah. it's, uh, and I haven't even seen it, but, uh, yeah. <laughs> you plan to see it? I, have, I haven't watched it yet either. I mean, there's just so like, many of those. Now they decided I, to start another series too. It's like, come on. <laughs> yeah, but, it, but it's, it's directed by Darren. He's one of the originals. So it's, uh, yeah. I've heard it's, I've, the reviews are saying it's one of the best. Um, I definitely, will, definitely will see it. It's not out here in Canada yet. And we still are in lockdown here in Toronto. So we can't um, even go out anywhere. But uh, once yeah. we can, and if it comes out, I will definitely be supporting it by far. Yeah. So what? Uh, Really quick, like I noticed that you did voiceover for video games also. For, I uh, did that for Assassin's yeah. Creed. Yeah. Yeah. How awesome was that? Uh, it's it's really it's a really fun and uh, challenging job. I was able. I was recommended by casting. Um, they needed someone really quickly, and I was able to go in. And we did mocap, so I actually did the capturing of um, my body as well. So we're in the studio, and you you got all the dots all over you. Got all the equipment on your face, and the whole room is full of cameras 
Yeah. Um, it's a whole nother art form and I have total respect for all those actors. Um, but being in the voice, um, just being able to not only voice that my one character, but I voiced about 12 or 13 different other characters within the show um, through the through, through the game. Um, it's big, it's exhausting. Like we, I remember only being booked for three sessions and we ended up being like, like 14 or 15 sessions because oh, wow. they just kept on adding stuff because you were like, great, let's do it. Um, but it is, it's taxing on your voice, but it was to be able to, my friends play the game and for them to laugh and to hear me like yelling at them or whatever, uh, that's kind of, kind of cool. I've never played the game, but I would, uh, you know, I'd love to give it a go. Uh, would you ever do it again? Would you ever do another video game? I, hands down. Absolutely. Yeah. I, it's, I think it's, it's like theater in a way. It's like you, you get to live in a bigger world, um, and you get to play a, variety of different characters mm. i mean absolutely if anyone wants to be please book me bring it on <laughs> the reason i ask is i've had guests where they did a call of duty and oh for yeah two different ones and they're like oh yeah like sign me up i'll jump on it tomorrow if i can it's like they had it so is, much fun yeah, doing it absolutely i think like every i have a lot of friends who we've all done video games and it is one of the things is like please like we fight to get that video game but it's a mm. you know it's a small community it's a, to get in it's a bit harder but yeah. it is such a great time and the crew are fantastic and you just that's in a way you just get there's no limit you just play and to have an act when you say that to an actor you like just play like yeah. come on <laughs> yeah so uh what's next for you any other projects that you have coming out soon or um well i have another couple of like movie of the weeks coming out this year i just shot a tv show that will be out uh, it's in a canadian uh, comedy called letter kenny um, I think it's on Hulu um, in the States, but we have it on Crave yeah. here. Uh, and then I'm shooting another Canadian show called uh, Murdoch Mysteries. I shoot that in about two weeks time. But, you know, it's things are building and slowly building, which is fantastic. And things are coming out. But um, we have we've been very close for some really big gigs and I hope that they pay off soon. So we'll uh, fingers awesome. crossed. And if we do, we'll let you know. Yeah. Uh, Morgan, how can the listeners and the viewers uh, find you on social media? Uh, my Instagram is, uh, and I believe everything else is Mr. Morgan David Jones, um, because someone took Morgan David Jones. So it is a Mr. Morgan David Jones. Morgan, uh, this was great. Uh, thanks for coming on the show. Thank you so much for having me. Have a wonderful day. That's a wrap. That's a wrap, everybody. That's a wrap. Thanks for listening to the Man Cave Chronicles podcast. I finally get my man cave. You can find us on Twitter, Facebook, and Instagram at the MCC Podcast. And our website, themccpodcast.com. Until next time. Until next time.